Hi, everyone. Just a reminder that this show is not legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, or personal advice. Enjoy the show, and thank you very much. Just a quick warning. This is an opinion piece, so if you're traveling in the car with your kids, maybe you want to wait to listen to this. There might be a bad word or two. This show is sponsored by the Veras Foundation. When you visit your doctor or hospital, the total administrative expense of getting paid for the services they provide is $60 billion a year. In the industry, this is called the claims process. This expense is due to insurers and physicians not trusting each other, keeping duplicate records and systems, and providing no transparency in the process. This is exactly the type of problem blockchains are created to solve. Problems that include trust, transparency, and the need for authoritative records. The Veras Foundation is a U.S.-based nonprofit with a team consisting of nearly 200 years of experience in all aspects of the claim process. The Veras blockchain is fully functional and currently testing sophisticated smart contracts to solve this problem. The Veras Foundation's pre-sale begins March 19th with a 20% bonus. Full crowd sale begins April 2nd. Visit VerasFoundation.com, that's V-E-R-I-S Foundation.com for more information and register in the pre-sale. Now, back to the show. Tell me what to do Show me how to feel Under your control Everything is real So hit me Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101, the average consumer's guide to cryptocurrency. This is Matthew Aaron, and today I just have some things on my mind. And actually, I've had this on my mind for a couple weeks, ever since that interview with Dr. Green of Power Ledger. That interview with Dr. Green opened me up to a lot of different emotions, ideas, and thanks to our blog writers, Ronnie Rose and Glenn, they put out two conflicting blogs about Power Ledger. Ronnie wrote the first one, and she said, this is what Power Ledger does, and it's amazing. Based off of the interview with Dr. Green, Glenn wrote the second one and asked a lot of questions about Power Ledger. Now, he could have done it with a lot more tact than he did, but that doesn't mean that these questions shouldn't have been asked. And these questions come from the interpretation of what Power Ledger should have been to what Dr. Green Power Ledger said it was. And here's my interpretation. Before talking to Dr. Green, I thought Power Ledger was a platform that allowed me to have solar panels on my roof. Maybe solar panels in my backyard or a generator. And maybe I have like a Tesla battery or some kind of battery thing in my house. And I can generate energy. And because of this platform that they made, this software or a little bit of hardware, I can sell it to my neighbor, sell it to my community directly. Say, hey, buddy over there, you know what? Instead of using power that you're paying for from the power grid or from the power company, here, have mine. It costs you X amounts. And he's like, it's cheaper. I can do that. Or everybody can just, you know, create a big solar farm and they kind of like, you know, work off each other and they have this little kind of like micro economy that moves power back and forth. Well, after talking to Dr. Green, we know that that's not the case. That customers not only have to go through like a KYC AML sort of process because they're signed up with their power company, but they're also having to sell their power back to the power company to sell back to customers. Or you're actually selling power to your neighbor, but it's through the power company. It's kind of weird. But all we know is the power company is involved. It doesn't take the power company out and it's still working off of the market prices that are set pretty much by the power company. So it was disappointing to say the least. And we had lots of questions and we were like, well, why do it this way? It sounds very complicated. It sounds like you don't even need to have it on the blockchain. Isn't this happening in Australia already? You know, there's many questions that came out there. So why does this company even exist? 
Now, I'm not saying that Power Ledger is a bad company, and I'm not saying that their idea is bad or it's going to be a bad business or they're going to not succeed. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know enough about their business plan, their business model to even make that statement. But what I am saying is after the interview, one, I understood more about their company, and two, wasn't what I thought it was. Therefore, I was disappointed, and the blog writer was as well. So a lot of things came from this. First is people told me in one way or the other, either directly or kind of indirectly, that I should control the content that comes out of my blog writers. And I was like, what? Let's understand what we're doing here. We are in this space. And I think a lot of us are here because we want to take power back to individuals, right? We want things to be decentralized because we don't want to have to have a central authority telling us what to do. We want things to be transparent so we can you know, have more information and know more that's going on so that we're not getting played by you know, special interests or the elites or this or that or the other thing. We like these companies because they are now allowing us and giving the tools to the people, to the individuals, you know, you name it the ability to control, say, data, control IP, control these things in a micro level so we don't have to rely on big companies or we don't have to you know, kind of just put things out there and hopefully they stick. We can actually attach some value onto it and make something for ourselves. So when somebody says to me that Crypto 101 Media should control what their blog writers write about the people that we have interviewed, is kind of disappointing. And when people say that they're disappointed that we have two conflicting blogs, I'm disappointed that you don't like that. I'm disappointed that you don't read Ronnie Rose's blog and you don't read Glenn's blog and make your assessment of which one tells you more truth or take all the information and create an opinion out of that. I am so fortunate that those two blogs are on our blog site because they have conflicting ideas. And that allows me to read one and read the other and go, hmm, I got to think about this. So discouraging to hear that. The other one was, and first of all, I want to say congratulations and hats off to Power Ledger. Glenn's blog went on to the Reddit. We didn't put it up there. I don't know who did. It wasn't anybody affiliated with Crypto 101 Media. It was just put up there and they left it up there, even though it was kind of against the company. And so I want to say hats off to them. I also want to say congratulations and much respect for debating the blog writer in that Reddit about the contents. That's amazing. And I think that's what a company should do. And that was very responsible. But I also want to say is we have to start putting a definition on FUD and we have to understand what FUD really means now since it has evolved in over the past year that it stopped meaning fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And it started meaning negativity or anything that isn't my confirmation bias. And what does that mean? That means that when anytime, whenever something comes out that is not in line with the direction we want the price to go, people just start saying FUD, negative shit, this, that, the other thing. You don't know what you're talking about. You need to read the white paper. You need to know. No, you do not. You need to ask questions. And this is why Crypto 101 was created, remember, because Reddit and Twitter usually suck. A lot of great things are in Twitter until you start asking questions. And then they say, well, you should read the rice paper. You should do your research before you talk. No, no, what are you talking about, man? I am here with an opinion. I am here asking questions. And you don't have to preface every question with, I know this might be a stupid question, but to show that you might be new or asking something that might have been asked before so you protect yourself from the negativity that you know is going to come if you ask a stupid question. No, absolutely not. You should ask it. And we have the responsibility to ask that because asking these questions gives them challenges gives the community challenges and gives the founders and the organizations challenges. 
I am super happy that Aaron Paul is part of Crypto 101 Media, and he is the host of ICO 101. You want to know why? Because I think he's doing an amazing job. I think he's having great podcasts. And you know what that does? That makes me step up my game. If everyone wrote Crypto 101 and said, Matthew, Aaron, you're an amazing podcast. You have great interviews. You're the best and stuff like that. Soon I'll start believing that bullshit. <laughs> but luckily, that's not what happens all the time. Sometimes I get emails and people go, hey, you know what? You are wrong here. <laughs> Sometimes we have ratings on iTunes that aren't favorable. Sometimes we have comments that are not favorable. And those I read and look and it makes me get better. It makes me push to say, how do I get better? And having Aaron Paul on ICO 101 is doing that for me now as a podcaster. I'm going, he's very well thought out. He's very organized and he's very systematic in his delivery. Do people like that more than me? <laughs> well, I hope not, but it's possible. So now I feel like I have a challenge. It's not a threat to me because he's part of the team, but it is a challenge for personal growth. So we need to start and keep challenging these companies and don't be afraid to call them out. And I'm not saying, you know, be assholes and say they're crap, they're crap, they're crap, they're crap. But podcasters, YouTubers, we have a problem. We get paid by a lot of these people, by companies doing sponsored ads. We get content by people coming on the show. For example, Jameson Lop came on the show. I am very happy that he came on the show. And I hope that the show is well received so other people go, hey. But we do ask him some questions about himself. And we have to ask these questions to get the truth, to get more of the truth, to get ideas out there and understand where people are coming from. Instead of always confirming what we believe, what we hope to believe. Because hope is the biggest word in that statement. We hope most of these companies on blockchain right now, we hope that most of these investments that we have become fruitful. We hope that these companies do what they say they're going to do. And we hope that their products are going to be good. We are speculating on what we think will be the future. Half of the problem is... Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the Ufi Video Lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. That's right, three in one for triple the security. It's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It gives you keyless entry, so no more fumbling your keys when you have your hands full coming back from the grocery store. No more worry about the kids losing a house key. No more worry about a guest losing the house key or forgetting the passcode on your door. And for Airbnbers, it's a no-brainer as you can change the passcode at will between renters. It has available fingerprint recognition and it has AI self-learning chips. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You will have no anxiety with the battery charging. It is a rechargeable battery and it lasts around four months, but don't worry when it's low, it'll give you plenty of weeks notice. And also it always comes with a physical key as a backup. There's no monthly fee, unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee to get your backup recordings. They're always recorded locally and you will always have access. Customer support for the Ufi video lock is 24 seven. So you don't have to worry about any issues you have and it comes with an 18 month warranty. What I love about this product is it is truly all-in-one. With the three-in-one, you don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These companies do not have a product. If this is an iPhone and I tell you, Apple's shit, iPhone sucks, blah, blah, blah. The thing that you can do is you can go to an Apple store, pick up an iPhone, use it, and make your own decision. You can compare it to Samsung, Xiaomi, Huawei, HTC, or whatever other companies out there and make either a subjective or an objective decision or opinion on these products. The problem is we don't see products. So it's very hard to compare. It's very hard to say something. It's very hard to go and say, hey, your company sucks. And somebody says, no, you want to know why? Because I'm using it right now and I think it's great. <laughs> no, no, nobody's doing that. You know what we're doing is we're just waiting for something to come out. So we have some point of reference and we are hoping and speculating and people are uncomfortable with that because there's no reference there's nothing to hold there's nothing to see there's nothing to use so when somebody says hey this product isn't the way i think it should be people go crazy because there's nothing they can do there's nothing they can say well you read the right paper well you, you read the white paper and then what's that going to tell me it's going to tell me about their hopes and dreams and can they accomplish it and when they make that beta come out they're going to have half a third or a tenth of what they promised or their idea so we have to call out these companies. We have to put them in the spotlight. We have to ask questions. Rational, you don't have to be a dickhead about it. Don't just say F you people, F you companies, you're crap, you're junk, ha ha ha, hashtag you're an idiot. No, absolutely not. But think about these questions and say, hey, Power Ledger, this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Why are you selling it back to the companies? Why do we need the companies? And since you're using the companies and since you have to do AML and KYC to sell your power and because you have to sign up like it's a utility, I'm not gonna invest. You wanna know why? Because that's not what I want. I want to have solar panels on my roof that give me power for my house. And if I have extra, I wanna sell it to my neighbor because he's willing to pay 10 cents, a buck, I don't know. And you know what? Maybe it's a business. Maybe I add more solar panels to my roof or put some in my backyard and then I sell it. Where's the power company come in? Why do I have to have the power company come in? But these are the questions and these are the statements that we have to be saying because you never know what they're going to do with their product. If you're only confirming their ideas because you read their white paper, it's a great idea, invest. And you don't say X, Y, or Z and it could be better. Then why would they have any reason to make it better? If only one person says, you know what, I wish it was this way instead of that way, then why would they change it? But if hundreds, if thousands or tens of thousands of people say, I wish it was this way and not that way, then you have taken control of your investment. Then you are helping create a company that you want to see exist. Then they might listen to you and change it instead of saying, read the white paper. And so I'm very happy that Crypto 101 has two conflicting blogs on Power Ledger. I am very happy that there was people that said that I should control the blog writers. And I'm very happy people came and said that we are fighting the market. You wanna know why? Because we are not. You wanna know why? Because all of those brings me to this point, this point of our responsibility to call out these companies. We have to be respectful and thoughtful in our questions, in our answers, in our statements, in our wants, in our demands, but we have to give it to them. And it also comes back to us, podcasters and YouTubers or what have you. We have to sit there and say, look, I have these people coming on the show and to be perfectly honest, I didn't like their product. Now, is it bad that they came on the show and I don't like their product? No, why? That's okay. 
And with these companies that don't have a product, with these companies that are developing now on the blockchain, we, like I said, are helping them solidify their business model their plan. And if you listen to Andy Tian of Gifto, I asked the question, how do you test your product? He's like, I hurry up and make a product and I put it in everybody's hands and we use it. And we go back and forth dozens of times to refine it so that everybody gets a product that they will use and love. You have to welcome criticism. You have to welcome the challenge of creating something truly great. When Apple iPhone came out, it didn't have a copy paste. What the hell? If everybody just said, yeah, iPhone rocks. Woo. It doesn't have a copy paste. You're a hater. You didn't read the white paper. FUD. Would have Apple added copy and paste? Or would everybody just look at them and go, uh, yeah, dude, Apple needs copy paste. iOS needs copy paste. Don't be stupid. And I think that this does go back to the original thing that we said earlier, that there isn't a product. So in the speculators market, we are very sensitive to not being able to have something tangible. Since we can't see it, since we can't touch it, we have to put faith into these owners, these CEOs, these developers. And if we'd say that we don't like what they have, money can be lost. Our money can be lost. But I promise you this. If we say nothing and their company fails, we will be upset. But if we say something and they get better ideas from this conversation, this discourse, these comments, these hashtags, these at Power Ledger, I think that it could be like this. And they come away with something that they didn't think of or makes more sense. And their company's successful. You're successful. I'm successful. Everybody who is invested is successful. And that's my commentary for this month. And this is inspired by my blog writer, by Aaron Paul, by The Market, by Ronnie Rose, by Power Ledger, by Taylor Monahan, which we sat down again and spoke. And during our conversation, we were talking about fear. And we were talking about the fear to approach or call out these companies because it might negatively impact our business and my business as a podcaster. She asked me a good question. She said, why are you afraid? And she asked this from her own perspective of being afraid. And we couldn't put our finger on why we were afraid. We couldn't put our finger on what we have to lose. And we couldn't put our finger on what we would have to gain by saying, we don't like these certain aspects of the space. But after that, it made me think, it is almost our duty. What we have right now is we have a echo chamber. All of these podcasters, all of these YouTubers, let's not say all of them, <laughs> let's just say a good majority, and sometimes I'm included. We have this echo chamber and we provide platforms for people to come and talk about their products. Let's talk about this, that, or the other thing, this ICO or this coin or whatever. And what we need to be talking more about is ideas and we need to be more critical. So this is the mission of Crypto 101 Media. And this is what you hear Aaron Paul every week say, is we're here to ask ICOs one simple question, why would we give you money? And Crypto 101 is the same. We want to know how things work. We want to know who you are. And we need not to be an echo chamber. We cannot be just a platform where people come and talk about their products, where people just wrap out and try to sell you on this, that, or the other thing. We have to challenge. We have to have those questions in place and come in with a certain skepticism. Only with this will we benefit not only their companies, but the average consumer. So I hope that everybody who's challenged companies in the past hasn't been discouraged. I hope that people who are challenging these products, these projects, and these people, these opinion leaders, these thought leaders, these people who do technical analysis that we listen to, or these people who think that they're predicting the prices of Litecoin to be $1,400 in April, I could only wish. But we need to challenge these people and not be discouraged. And when we hear news in the future or companies come on YouTube channels or podcasts and they're not asking hard questions, even though they're being sponsored and they're not asking hard questions of why should the average person, because that's who we are, 
the average people taking 100 or 200 bucks out of their Roth IRA or their insurance policy or their family vacation to see if they can make a little difference financially in their lives. So why that 200 bucks should be put into these companies? And if there are things that are questionable, things they don't like, and people that seem less than honest, challenge them. Be skeptical. There needs to be news in this space. There needs to be a place where we can know that they are trying to get the information to make me more informed. And so past, present, and future, if you're one of those people that challenge to make people more informed, to ask those questions, thank you. Do not be discouraged. And Crypto 101 Media will join you. This is Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101, and we'll see you next time. First a confession with you, I feel a connection with you. It's like an infection. I've been infected with an obsession with you. Never any tension, nothing but love and affection. Enough of my case, so let's cut to the chase. Listen up, cause these are the directions. Obey what I say, don't complain. I don't want to hear. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. Before we go, of course. Please go to Crypto101Podcast.com, send us an email, say what's up, subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. Also, remember, CryptoTaxPrep.com. Go to the tax button on our website and get $101 off of your crypto tax prep this tax season. Yeah. And subscribe to ICO 101 and check out Aaron Paul's podcast. ApogeeCrypto.com, A-P-O-G-E-E Crypto.com, the best place to check out your real-time prices and WhenMoon.co the best place to get your crypto news. Got a lot of things going on. Thank you very much. And this is Matthew Aaron. We'll see you in the next episode with Jameson Lop. So hit me. So for the remainder, you were about to get chained up. If ever you feel you're in danger, just say the safe word. I won't get anger. Now I'm done being playful. I promise that I keep it tasteful. So lay on the table. Cause this is about to get painful Open up wide, I'm going inside You're not going nowhere until the sunrise I love when you scream, I know what it means That's why we make a good team But never a witness How we get off is nobody's business Is it so? It's funny how nobody knows How much you love being under control Save big on Brunch for Mom All in the Kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.